0: This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for diamond celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday.
1: Hi, it's Kate Stevenson, and you're listening to the podcast version of Relish. That's a show that airs each and every Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. And what a week this is, Freedom Week for Melbourne. This week on the show, another hospo type who did anything but relax during lockdown, Anne Houlihan, is the co-owner of Great Ocean Gin and not satisfied with her very popular tasting bar in Aries Inlet, she's also opened the gin kitchen next door and she can't wait for the rest of us to come and visit. Plus, he was definitely vying for the title of the busiest man in Melbourne during lockdown, but now Joe Varghetto is ready for the people to come to him. He can't wait to open Mr Bianco in queue. I'll find out when we can all book in. And, of course, we'll talk this week in food, so some food news, dining and drinking tips from me. All that is coming up thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP.
0: At Easy Music, 3MP, you can relax with all your favourites. Yesterday... My troubles seem so far away Easy and relaxing favourites 13.77am and Stereo DAB, Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP.
1: You're listening to Relish. Well, let's face it, we are all pretty excited about the prospect of getting out and about over summer, but perhaps none are more excited at the prospect of domestic travel than hospitality operators in some of our regional tourist hotspots. My next guest was by no means lazy over lockdown. Instead, Anne Houlihan from Great Ocean Road Gin got busy and added a restaurant to her distillery and tasting room. She joins me now, and Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Now, I think talking about the gin first, I think, if I'm right, your first gin was released in 2018. You've come a long way since then, haven't you?
2: We have, yeah. So the first gin, Gubbos, was released in August of that year, and then later in the November we opened our um, tasting room, which is in Aries and Loosh um and yeah since then we've kind of gone from strength to strength which has been fantastic so we, ne- we now have five gins on the market and uh soon to have uh one more in the next few weeks we've got a new release coming and one we've only just released about three or four weeks ago so yeah so it's all happening at the moment
1: you've been busy now i know you work sort of in and around hospitality uh for a long time why why was it gin for you why did you go there oh,
2: look i'm Two loves probably are gin and craft beer and um, I was working in both of those industries through my role with the Royal Agriculture Society in Victoria, so running the food and um, beverage competitions that they had there. I was the uh, manager of that team and uh, and so we started a distilling, um Australian Distilled Spirit Awards as the industry was just emerging in Australia with the likes of, you know, Full Pillars and... Um, uh, um, Archie Rose and all those kind of early pioneers were um, involved in helping us develop that competition, and so I was getting to um, meet the industry, meet the judges, taste some fantastic product that was happening out of Australia, and really that provenance as well. People were making um, gins, you know, and still whiskies that were talking to their the sense of place. So, but gin was the, um, the one for me. I was already a gin lover, but just really trying those um, those craft gins and tasting those different flavours and and the creativity that uh, you can get with with playing with gin is is pretty extraordinary so um yeah so that was the the reason for gin and we, we moved so we moved uh, full time to the coast had a long association my parents had a holiday house here for 50 years so it always felt part of the community but um my my kids uh, were pretty involved in the community and wanted to be um be part of it full time and so we all decided to move and um I thought this would be a good opportunity to start a gin business
1: and it's funny when I think about Aries Inlet I think compared Compared to places like Torquay or Lawn or Apollo Bay down there it seems like a bit of an undiscovered gem to me what were the what was the reaction from the locals when you opened down there
2: oh fantastic they still call me the gym lady um, so, um, um, you know there's the gym lady um which is really really lovely uh so yeah they've always been very very supportive and um and lots of interest and it's a really, the, the space itself for the first tasting room was an old um, landscape design company and so it's just an interesting quirky little space that's so different from anywhere else that you find along the coast and it's a bit Melbourne, a bit laneway with the with the high walls and just the garden and uh, so it already, the place itself already had a fondness with the community and so seeing it come to life again at, with this unique um gin space they just really embraced it and so um, we've had lots of support from locals we still have locals coming in all the time um and you know as well as visitors finding it for the first time or returning from holidays year on year and, and looking forward to coming back in and having a tasting tray or um a gin with us so yeah it's it's um it's been a, a successful space for us for
1: now sure. yeah now we won't dwell on it because you know we 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 know it's obvious, but having built all of that, how hard did the the last eighteen months hit you?
2: Look, I'm sure it's hit lots of others harder. Um, things like wholesale. I mean, there were definitely some dips and, and changes in the way wholesale um, those kind of opportunities with the gin itself, but. But again, through some of the bigger retailers, we've we've picked up some new accounts as well, which has been really fortunate for us. So we've kept ticking over, and even in terms of our gin production, but in terms of the space, I mean, we had moments when we could open, um, and it was always nice to be able to do that. And whenever we did, we we um, we certainly did. Um, And for our staff, we because we do um, some of the production here in Torquay, it meant that we could give people still some employment as well they were doing bottling and labeling and and um those kinds of jobs yeah so i think we've survived well um and have, being able to be here in this environment um we haven't had to do it like um people have in you know in, in places like melbourne like it's yeah. time our daughters in melbourne um so yeah it's it's i know how tough it's been for everyone else so honestly we've been very fortunate
1: well brilliant so it's not all doom and gloom man and the exciting not. news is obviously the opening of the gin kitchen right now next door to the tasting room. Will you stick around and tell us a bit more about that? I would love to.
0: This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. And Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday.
1: Easy Music 3 MP, I'm Kate Stevenson. This is Relish and I'm speaking to Anne Houlihan from Great Ocean Road Gin about her brand new project, The Gin Kitchen.
2: And Anne, am I right in thinking, is it open already? Yeah, it is. We were, um, we were lucky enough to be able to open it as soon as uh, the restrictions eased again in, in you know Victoria, regional league. Uh, so we, we opened in early September. I think the first weekend we were going to open was a lockdown. I've so lost track of the lockdowns now, <laughs> to say. Um, so we were locked down, but we were allowed to do takeaways. So we ha- so it gave us a chance to have a play around the takeaway from the menu. So we selected certain mi- certain items items in, and did a banquet uh, for that weekend. And that was really well received because so many people have been so interested in us yeah. opening up. And again, because Aries is a small town, it re- lots of people um other businesses take holidays or they close for certain stretches so uh some of those other places were already closed so people would desperate for some food and some uh you know some new experiences so we had lots of interest in that first weekend uh in the takeaway offer and since then I think we were open the following weekend and from then we've continued to be open so uh so yeah so we've had to play around with just doing in-house service, doing the takeaway, and now we're doing a mix of takeaway and and sit-down service.
1: Brilliant. And so I know you nabbed a well-regarded chef to lead the kitchen. So what does Andre put on the menu? What's the style?
2: Oh, so uh, the, the menu is always about being Southeast Asian in its influence. It's the type of food that myself and my partner love and miss <laughs> so much um, being uh, on the coast. So And there was a real gap. Particularly, again, in areas for that style of food, there's great Greek, fantastic Greek and other and the pub does great food and um, great wood-fired pizzerias. So um, lots of those other things are already in place. So we wanted to sit apart from that and not, you know, um, cannibalise someone else's business. Yeah. So, so I mean, first and foremost, we're a gin business and we really are all about the gin so uh, the menu's dotted with it. in terms of drinks menu. It's all about gin and tonics and gin cocktails. We certainly do some local beers and wines as well. but um, And then wanting to have that delicious food that goes so well with um, with that style of, of booze. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so things like bao buns and dumplings and uh, we have 5 spice quail and uh, sancho bao. Uh, and then things uh, medium-sized like uh, Korean fried chicken or Korean fried cauliflower, beautiful roast duck from the um, fabulous free-range duck company down in Port Port Campbell, um, Great Ocean Duck. So, yeah, all the twice-cooked ribs, all those beautiful things that are just really yummy to have and share and and drink some fabulous booze with.
1: And it sounds phenomenal. I hope you know just how much we are all bursting to head down your way and how excited we are to have a new destination to check out when we get there. Anne Houlihan from Great Ocean Road Gin and the Gin Kitchen, thank you for joining me.
2: Thank you so much for, um, for having me and, and chatting about what we do. So, yeah, looking forward to Melbourne coming, bursting out of Melbourne and coming down to the region and enjoying everything that there is to offer, including our little space. So, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing everyone so much.
1: Amazing. Thanks, Anne. Don't go anywhere. More to come. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP.
0: This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. And Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday.
1: You're listening to Relish. Well, I have used one description for my next guest several times over the last 18 months, and that is the busiest man in Melbourne. Mr Bianco's Joe Varghetto has continually pivoted and innovated throughout the pandemic, bringing his brilliant Sicilian cuisine to loyal customers across the city. And now he gets to welcome them back into his beautiful restaurant. He joins me now joe good morning
3: good morning how are you
1: wowie can you believe that you've actually made it
3: oh it's um it's been a long haul uh it's been something that it's kind of history repeating itself as well i think we're in the same spot last year and um and uh, kind of seeing the similarities between between the both and reopening um we kind of just need to play to the same kind of script that we had last year. And uh, I think we're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. And it feels like, you know, it does feel like this is a more permanent solution, which is great. And it might be too soon to ask this, but how do you mm. think you'll look back on the last 18 months in even, you know, a decade or two's time?
3: Uh, that is a that is a really, really good question. And I've been thinking about this for a, for a while and not just myself and how, how will the future kind of, how will the future look at this, 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 uh, this period of time as well, you know, in 10 years time or in 20 years time. And did we, uh, did we go about it the right way? And how how do we know that these things, uh, how could we tackle, how could we tackle it all? And I think, I think the city of Melbourne did it, did an absolute best there's nothing more that uh we could have we could have done you know we've been locked down we've been um um curfewed and and so on but the spirit of melbourne i think we're a we're a hardy bunch we're, we're a bunch which uh we we love a challenge um and i think i'm going to look back and say that i've i've grown a lot in uh in in a lot of ways and i'm not saying that i would I want this to to continue but I think I've learned a lot of uh, vital life lessons as well. So I'm proud of a lot of things that I've done. Um and looking back, I think I can uh hold my head up high and along with the uh, the team or the teams at Mr. Bianco and uh, and uh and and all the elements that we have at uh, at Mr. Bianco and and the supporting community which without them uh being the likes of Doncaster Mini, which have given us relentless cars, um, the the neighbouring suburbs, uh, our beautiful guests that just ongoingly, you know, send us uh, words of words of congratulations or you know keep going and words of encouragement. Um, just just yeah, thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Now you'll reopen the doors so Thursday, the twenty eighth mm-hmm. of October. Thursday's dinner service. What are you most looking forward to?
3: I'm actually looking forward to is the is the is the chatter and when you go into a restaurant it's that it's that buzz Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to and seeing people enjoying themselves and I keep on saying is that you know people come to a restaurant or a place to relax and even the word restaurant is a you know is derived from a place of you know place of relaxation and we don't we want to achieve that. We want to obviously give our our guests the uh, the ultimate experience, which they can kind of you know get away from the the daily some daily humdrums of their lives, and come into a, into our into our restaurant or their restaurant, and just enjoy you know a, a good service, some delicious food, some great wines, um, the smiling face of Jade, our front of house manager, mm-hmm. that stuck with me for you know for the, the best part of eight years and probably the last two years have been per- f- probably feel like 50 years. So <laughs> yeah. it's been a, uh, it's been tough, but it's, um, it's been something that I think all all will learn from as well.
1: Oh, Joe, you make it something for us to look forward to. Hey, congratulations! My sincere congratulations to you. Your efforts over our multiple lockdowns for persisting and for making it really special for the people around you. Uh, well <laughs> done, Joe Varghetto, owner and head chef at Mister Bianco in Q. A stunning restaurant with sublime food. Thanks for joining me today.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks, Joe. Check it out, mrbianco.com.au. They open Thursday, 28th of October. Stick around. This week in Food is Next, you're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel, thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP.
0: This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green—the destination of a lifelong holiday.
1: Easy music, three MP. This is Relish, and it's time to share some food news and dining tips this week in food. Right, so given we're opening up just in time for the warmer weather, Stoke House has put together the perfect offering for Melbournians keen to dine by the sea. They're launching terrace dining, a semi-private outdoor dining experience like no other. They'll host groups of 9 to 24 people on an exclusive outdoor terrace for lunch and dinner. At 160 bucks per person, you'll enjoy snacks on arrival, a three-course menu with your choice of entree main and dessert. You will still need to buy your own drinks on consumption. And if you really want to splurge, you can add one of the Stokehouse's famous seafood platters. And speaking of summer fun, also back just in time for summer is the Exchange Hotels Beach Club in Port Melbourne. They'll launch November. It's open seven days a week and it's free to enter. There'll be a container bar, a full kitchen. There are cabanas available for two to four people and day beds as well. Both can be booked. On the menu, snacks, seafood, skewers, burgers, salads, and they'll have happy hour Monday to Wednesday, 4 till 6pm with $6 selected drinks. Check out exchangebeachclub.com.au. Some big news all round for local whisky makers Starwood, fresh off the release of a brand-new, Octave barrels release. First, Starwood is the first and only Australian whiskey to be named in the top 50 world's most admired whiskies 2021. Uh, That's a Drinks International survey. It's voted on by whiskey experts, writers, bar owners, buyers, and specialists from around the world. So it's a heady field and a great achievement for them. That just as they released their Starwood Octave Barrels. It's a collaboration with the Ylumba Vineyard, and they're the only winery in the Southern Hemisphere to handcraft barrels in their own on-site cooperage. So they make their iconic Octavius Shiraz in 100-litre octave-sized barrels. So they've allowed Starwood to then fill those with their signature single malt, for a seriously special whiskey. You can check it out at starwood.com.au. And someone that won't be opening for dine-in just yet this weekend but still has a killer takeaway offering is Sibling by Kinfolk. So to celebrate National barra Monday Day, which was yesterday, all weekend they're cooking up barra burgers. They're served in a soft brioche-style bun with house-made tartar sauce, greens and sliced cucumber. You can make it worth it and pair it with their hand-cut chips. Plus, for each one sold this weekend, they'll donate a barramundi curry with rice to a member of the Melbourne community experiencing food insecurity. You can eat well and feel good doing it. Head to Sibling by Kinfolk in Carlton North. And that's it for me. What an exciting week this is. Don't forget to email anytime relish at 3mp.com.au. Maybe you've noticed a local place that's opened up since lockdown. This has been Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine, and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Listen in next Saturday at 8am or look for the next podcast at 3mp.com.au or just download the 3mp app. Easy music. 3MP.